Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dungeons and Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching season three, episode two, The Mall Rats. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I hit an Easter egg in our first episode podcast. Is it a rat? Hold on. I'm, I'm really thirsty. Oh. Oh, Jim's drinking from New Coke. It's uh, no, I feel like I feel no, like they made a mistake. I, I feel like you're going to burst a new pink goo in about uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, high fructose corn syrup does that to me. Uh, yeah, New Coke. I, they they were selling cans of New Coke on uh, some special like tie-in website that Coke has. Mm-hmm. I figured I'd pick a Stranger couple. Stranger Coke. Stranger Coke. Dot com. Uh, it is it is stranger. Uh, it's different from no, regular so, Coke. Is, is so the knock that I heard. So if you uh, do you want to talk about some New Coke before yeah, we talk about this let's episode, do it. I'm sure people are riveted riveted by the New Coke. Discussion. Well, I mean, it's it's a thing in Stranger Things. And, so. and I, I lived through this. I was like what in eighty. I was like ten years old. Um, that I guess Pepsi was a choice of a new generation. It was landing a lot of big shots and it set Michael Jackson on fire and a bunch of things. <laughs> and like Coke started yeah. getting worried that people were preferring like pepsi to coke and like blind taste tests so new coke is formulated to taste more like pepsi and And as soon as i pop mine open and drank it i'm like yep which is why i don't like it because i like coke over pepsi okay see i'm the other way around i I love i I like diet coke better than diet pepsi but regular coke i don't like as much what is the pepsi Pepsi. got it's like almost like a cinnamon kind of actors like there's less acidic it it tastes less acidic to me which is one thing that i like about it yeah but yeah, this this does have like a less acidic, less punch of Coke of the flavor you think of as Coke. I wonder if they're making were they making Coke with high fructose corn syrup back in eighty five or were this so that was the switch. So when they came back, I heard that too that they and they did the original. Yeah, they switched it from, from cane, cane to, sugar to. Yeah. I honestly yes. can't tell a big difference. I've with like I've tried the Mexican cokes really, with, but like back to back Coke, and I, I have a hard time telling a difference. I can definitely but. tell there's a difference to it, uh, and and. Mexico, as most people call it, I think, mm. uh, tastes better to me. But mm. well, I very rarely drink fully leaded anything. It's also all diet. So yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, okay. Anyway, there's let's your, talk about the episode. This is your new Coke talk. Uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Uh, what do you think of this episode, Jim? Uh, I I liked it. I think uh, it was a lot of fun in places. Like when the girls' day out was awesome. Yes. Uh, I, I liked I liked actually all of the the relationship stuff that they were doing with the kids. Uh, Lucas's advice to Mike and their uh, quest in complete vain to try and find a gift for L. All that stuff was great, uh, uh, and and it seems like this was sort of the 
initial uh, flashpoint for Max and Elle's relationship. Yeah. Like, they didn't seem to be friends before this. They were probably friendly, but, you know, because they were in a D&D group together, and they've obviously hanged together as a group. But I do think this is obviously the first time Elle's actually came up to me. Well, Elle wasn't allowed to. So, I mean, the end of of season two, uh, before the ball and everything, like, Elle walks in the door... And and Mike is like, oh, God, Elle's back. And Max is like, oh, no, Elle's back. Uh, doesn't know how to feel about it. Uh, and then they just kind of flash forward to the, the ball, and, mm-hmm. and there's no there's no real hint of a relationship there between the two girls. But it's been six more months, and they're kids. I mean, that's a long time, and, and kids... Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I think you're right. But you're Elle's seeing, not allowed to go out. It's like... You're seeing the first time that they're actually hanging one-on-one and becoming friends, getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah. Because also Elle, like, she speaks with that weird kind of, like, a stilted English. Like, I, I think she's just, you're, she's continuing to come out of her shell. And she has a 45-year-old mustachioed man's taste in clothes. Yes, yes. And hairstyles. Right, uh, right. Really liking her look at the end. Yeah. It's much better. Yeah, looks, uh, uh, what, what did uh, Hopper say, modern? Or what was yeah. Cutting edge. Cutting edge. Looks it's a cutting edge look. Cutting edge. And then, ah, oh, poor coot. Poor Hopper uh, getting stood up by Joyce. Um, mm-hmm. Sudden love of electromagnetism. Yeah. Uh, looks like you're on to something with, like, whatever the Russians are doing with the uh, the portal field technology might be flipping the poles of the whole fucking planet. Or maybe it's localized or, to Hawkins. Or local, yeah, because we find out in this episode it's the Russians are probably nearby, maybe yeah. in the mall, maybe under the mall. I, man, I, so here's the thing. This is a well-worn Stranger Things trope where the yeah. kids take like a childish understanding of the world and a naive look and i will put steve in this category for this and 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 Uh whoever i forget is it robin is that the new chips holy girl um i'll put them in a category because they're just like you know like he he kneels by his horse and is playing the same song and then they're like, well, maybe they have these horses in Russia. And he slaps a side that says Hawkins or uh, yeah, Indiana Rider or yeah, something. Indiana like, Flyer. And he goes, I don't think so. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> do you really think that these are like manufactured for Indiana and they cannot leave in like th- th- this isn't something in manufacturing. They just stamp whatever's on the control panel. Like, yeah. And isn't it a recognizable song? I thought. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. I thought the song something... was extremely familiar to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forget. It's it's uh, I'm half crazy over the. Song. Yeah. The what are yeah, you going to do? I, that kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the chorus, but it's like an old kid song. Uh huh. So it's interesting, but it's like. Stranger Things does this a lot where the kids have this childish understanding of something that's bigger than them and it maps onto something they yes. can't immediately understand and that metaphor works perfect. I, I like it. It's it's maybe too cute, but I like it, but that's the thing is like that's that's the first two times they pull it off is really, really fresh and original and interesting, and now it's almost like yeah. it feels like it might be stretching a bit to to be like it's almost too con like how the fuck is he in recording encoded messages by this fucking merry-go-round? <laughs> in the middle of the mall is uh-huh. that really what they're suggesting here because i think so because i think that's wrong but it's going to be proved out to it's going to point them in the right direction but there's yeah, other yeah, a yeah. lot of um there's a lot of like frustrating near misses in this episode and i'm not sure there's going to be a season-wide thing or if they're just building up tension like for example nancy telling jonathan to leave right before the most interesting thing that could happen to that rat yeah uh they're also doing a lot of things around like billy uh where They'll end in like a cliffhanger of him doing something menacing, and then we have to rewind in the past to see what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And they are also doing things like he kills uh, Miss Wheeler, 
And then they immediately say, oh, that was just a fantasy that he was having because of yeah. the heat-induced interdimensional stress or whatever. I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of that because I feel like I'm getting jerked around temporally. Um, the same kind of thing happened where, like, Hopper uh, was talking to Mike last episode, and he's like, if you listen to me very carefully, I'll con- I'll, I might let you continue to date my daughter. But we don't get to see that conversation and then he recounts yeah. to Lucas, but not really. Like, we don't know what restrictions they're under. We don't know exactly what Hopper says. I'm like, what? I'm not sure if this is serving a narrative purpose. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I, I know that the sort of flash, flashes of, of hallucination stuff is like a visual motif with Billy, right? For sure. That's what they're doing. But but yeah, like the, the sort of dead ends to scenes that are then later sort of implied, uh, or they retroactively. have to back, backpedal to like give you a flashback of what happened. Some yeah, of that might I think be... it's different. I think it's different than the yeah. first two seasons for sure. And and some of that might be like you suggested, like Billy. Um, they're trying to put you in like the the condition of Billy. You know that you oh, don't yeah. really know what's going on, and you know uh-huh. this is like a this is a cinematic technique just as much as overexposing the film when he's looking out from his eyes and being mm-hmm. overwhelmed by the sun and all that. And then maybe that's maybe that's right, but I'm just saying like I've this is like the third time something like that's happened, and I'm like okay, I don't want to be because what what's happening what as I'm watching is I feel like I miss something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like confused and disordered. And like maybe that's a, they're trying to that's something they're trying to do, but uh, mm-hmm. I kind of hope they tone it down uh, going forward. Yeah, could be. Um, it, it was interesting too that like Billy has gotten the last shot of both of these first episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really playing the horror almost entirely through Billy. A little yeah. bit through Will, but it but the main channel is Billy. I was gratified that um as soon as Billy got out of that whatever the place or he was, he immediately ran into a phone booth and called nine one one. Like like I'm like, why would a guy like Billy if you get jumped yeah. by some monster I saw a monster, yeah. Yeah, and he was gonna do it, but then the 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 upside down had other plans. What do you make of the shadow citizen citizenry of Hawkins marching in the streets of the upside down? I mean, and and Billy telling Billy to build this, like, yeah, build what you see. I think, I think the mind flare or whatever has possessed Billy here from the upside down wants him to spread whatever infection he's come down with, mm-hmm. and and you know that's why he takes the lifeguard over to uh, essentially offers this lifeguard up as a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine we see her come back as you know a pod person essentially, mm-hmm. and you got to worry about Mrs. Wheeler. Yeah, that's the other thing I'm wondering, like, mechanically, when, like, so what Billy comes out of that building? Is he, like, because we saw in the, the disjointed flashbacks that, like, some kind of face hugger yeah. um, is jumped on him and probably shot something to his body. Interestingly enough, it looks like the rat in the cage, for its, its final, um, once it exploded and recombined, it looked like one of those face huggers, too. I wonder if it's mm-hmm. going to attack that old woman. Yeah, probably. Um, and I wonder if like these rats, like, because I thought maybe the rats were all going to pool together into one giant creature, but maybe they're suggesting that they're actually going to go their separate ways and find Hawkins citizens and some and hosts. It, yeah, yeah, it's very you know, like you said uh, when we were watching. It's like it's very invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely what they're going for uh, with this copy of Billy. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was uh kind of interesting. Um. What else we want to? I mean, one of the big. I have a whole bunch of random because this episode has a whole bunch of random kind of Indiana things I want to talk about. But yeah, uh, one of the things I think they're spooling out pretty well is the effect of the mall on this town. Uh, Because because you saw in the first episode, I was like, man, 
the general store here is looking kind of shitty. Yeah, it's and not, everything everything's fifty percent off. Like yeah, and the the sh- shelves no are almost bare anymore. It's just Joyce in there trying to yeah yeah, and and it seems like that was you know entirely the point. Um, and they make it more clear in this episode with the protesters, right? Um, with the the mayor talking about how they're pissed off because it's closed down shops, mom and pops. Uh, that I think they're doing a really good job uh, selling to me. Are you somewhat surprised that Hopper? primed to stand up to the mayor ended up going along with him just because because of the technicality right like that doesn't, that doesn't feel seem like it, that since it's like hopper would be like you know what fuck you like yeah I, i'm i'm weirded out by hopper this season it, so it, far it, it's like what's like like uh sheriff bullock said on dead the deadwood movie like my job is to interpret to law and <laughs> mm-hmm. then enforce it like yeah hopper's job is not to like take whatever you know mayor uh, carries advices it's it's mm-hmm. to, like you know I, I i just thought it made him a little bit of a, a little bit more of a bootlicker than i was expecting yeah and he hasn't been that in previous seasons no but as you pointed out pointed out last season or last episode this does appear to be a season of change for hopper so yeah. maybe some of this stuff uh is is all of a piece like the struggles he's going with the trying to figure out what it means to be a father and how to let yeah. go and give your teenage daughter more freedom. Like what's the line in small time? How, how much how to small date town Joyce? Paul, how to j- <laughs> Yeah. Not date Joyce. It turns yeah, out. Turns out. I, I like how they're do like, I do like, cause this is still, like you said, eight or nine months after last season. That is, you know, they, they did portray Joyce as that she really was in love with Bob. I mean, that was only like a one year long relationship, but yeah. Um, you know, Bob's a hell of a guy. Uh, I like that they're showing, you know, it's not that Joyce doesn't like Hopper. It's just that she's not quite ready. Like, as we mm-hmm. saw last episode, she's not quite ready to let go of Bob. And then also, uh, her is it in Joyce's character to... I guess it is because she went crazy with all the experimentation and stuff. The the but that oh, was a with fine the will. lights and the like. So is yeah. this is, is is she concerned that something weird is happening or is this a, some? I I couldn't quite figure out why she went all in. Like like the next time we see her, she's reading like eleven college level physics books on electromagnetism, and then she's I, I love. I mean, I love everything. Is everything everything makes everything is interesting and entertaining? But I wondered like is is does it seem like a Joyce Breyer thing to do to do this? Like. Yes, if Will's missing, she would do whatever it takes. Absolutely. But yeah. just to satisfy her own idle curiosity. Yeah. I mean, it might have made more sense just to have the teacher yeah. f- discover it himself. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I try and think of like what I would do in the situation. And if magnets just weren't working, right? I would absolutely know that was weird. Especially if like you had been abducted over two separate years. All the shit she's seen, yeah. Based on and, and it was always based on flickering lights and weird kind of maybe electromagnetic uh-huh. shit. So I, I but it's weird that like that's the obvious motivation, but I'm not getting anything from Joyce herself that says it's almost like their way they're filming this is it's just a it's she's opening up her curiosity door yeah, yeah which absolutely. is that's it, again it's like that's that's it, that's yeah. weird to me it, it's almost like they needed needed will to you know scratch the back of his neck in her presence yeah and her to take tie note it together and then her instead of and being, then the weirdness all comes back to will. because also yeah. like when she's talking to the science teacher it's not like i'm urgent i'm on i need it's more of like just like she's talking to mr wizard and he's giving her what she wants to, uh-huh. to hear i don't it, it's it's um it's a little weird um yeah. Speaking to... of weird, yes, a couple of songs that I noticed they 
I, I figured they would probably go with these artists at some point this season because they were huge. Oh, right. In 1985. Uh, Weird Al mm-hmm. got actually one of his songs in there. Yep. Uh, My Valona, which is... Uh, you know, take on my Sharona. It's so funny because until you pointed it out, and no, until it got to the my, my, my Bologna, I actually thought it was my Sharona. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, mean, they sound almost identical. Yeah, weird, I, well, I mean, that's Weird Al's thing. Yeah, parody. Uh, and then they played Madonna's Material Girl, mm-hmm. which, which was a perfect great, for the mall. Yeah, Eleven and Max rampaging through the mall, trying on looks. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. What did you think about the triumvirate forming around uh, Scoopsa, Ahoy Girl, which I think his name is Robin, Yeah, and, and Steve, and Dustin? This is a little hard for me to swallow, that somebody who knows French and Italian and Spanish and English would have any insight into a Cyrillic alphabet. Yeah, it does feel like almost... And also, is that what, what it's is, called? Cyrillic? Well, yeah, it is. But like, my okay. thing is, like, why, if you're sure. listening to recording, why does, is it important to get? Because, like, wouldn't a Russian English dictionary be a fun? It's, it doesn't have, like, the English phrase and then the Cyrillic alphabet, right? It would have, like. Uh, There's probably still some phonetic stuff. I mean, I don't know enough about language to. Right. To tell you. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I wonder how. I, I just feel like it, it would be, you'd, it'd be spelled out kind of phonetically, kind of like. You know, when you see Russian dialogue translated, like like when they, well, I don't know, maybe I was just trying to think of like how they did on Chernobyl, but of course they, they weren't speaking Russian on Chernobyl. Right. <laughs> and when they were, they were right. translating the English. They weren't, yeah. they weren't translating the Cyrillic. So I, yeah. And also she's, did she not say that she was in banned for 12 years? She did. Is and she we were trying. Is she 24 years old? She's failed. <laughs> she's failed out of high school for like eight consecutive years. Because like, you only get banned in like middle school, right? Starting in middle school. Or if you're taking music lessons before you join band, you okay. don't call it band. You would not. No. Right? Like band means a very specific thing. I thought mm-hmm. that was weird. Maybe I misheard her. Maybe she said I'd spent two years in band. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but I, like I said, it's 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 very stranger things these kids is kind of like going with their gut and their first in- influence or, or their first intuition and it's it's going to be right or maybe they'll subvert it mm-hmm. like because like all this stuff is happening very very early mm-hmm. so maybe they'll you'll think that the, and then like halfway through episode four the rug will get pulled out for many of them i don't know yeah we'll see i think we should get to episode three uh before we do i want to oh, point out more? Oh, okay. i got i got some uh stuff i want to point out uh Joyce, as she tears ass out of her driveway, uh, of which is a Joyce uh, Stranger Things tradition. No one can, this, this, no. This, That's the Joyce brake AF. pedals and gas pedals are binary devices in this universe. <laughs> uh, you get a good look at the most hideous license plate that has ever been created: the Wander Indiana license plate. This <laughs> lime green, yellow, and or that like. It doesn't look good on any car. Yeah. Like, there's some license plates that are kind of rough on certain color combinations, but this thing is so fucking terrible. Oh, my God. It's the worst. And, I like, as soon as I saw it, like, I had flashbacks and nightmares and my parents bitching about it, everybody hating it. <laughs> um, also, can you name a small to even mid-sized 
Indiana town that has a bus system that has any form of mass transport whatsoever. Certainly not that I had ever even considered using if it was there at all. I mean, Max has got the skateboard. Figure out a way to have L get a goddamn uh, bicycle. And yeah, because, yeah, there's like even Indianapolis's bus system is a joke. Yeah, like I mean, the have the have one. You in can Haw- use it, but yeah, but the have one in Hawkins, Indiana. I thought that was in 1985. Uh, in yeah. 1985, especially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you want to talk about um, any of the other? Because like the, there's some s- s- phrases in the Russian stuff. The silver cat feeds. Oh a, yeah, the silver cat feeds when the blue meets yellow in the west. I'm trying to think. Blue meets yeah. Is that a is that a reference to the Starcourt logo? So this is something that we briefly touched on in the preview cast uh-huh. because it was sort of in a teaser trailer and it was on the poster mm. for this season or the the key art, whatever it is. Um, and people were trying to figure out what it meant. And on that poster, uh, L and Mike are wearing blue and yellow. I don't know which is which, but uh-huh. one of them is wearing blue, one of them is wearing yellow. And, and they were kind of holding hands yeah, uh, right dead center in the poster. So mm. I'm... I'm wondering if it has something to do with them, but I don't know what the Russians would intend this to mean. And and maybe it's it's not important, you know. Maybe the Russians just put this phrase in the kid's head and then the kids run with it. Uh, and blue and yellow in the West means something different to them. Well, it, uh, so I would totally buy that they're fixated on 11 because else why are they here? Uh-huh. Uh, although I guess they could just be trying to investigate the remains of Hawking's lab. Um, the Silver Cat, I wonder if that... Could that refer to the Russian agent himself? Could that refer to the uh, uh, the mind flayers, goo? Uh, how much of this stuff did they know about? I I just I, yeah. I, those are the kind of open questions I got going uh, going forward. Uh, and I suppose there's a possibility of blue and yellow meeting and creating green, but I don't know what the fuck that what, would mean. <laughs> what do you think the deal with them eating fertilizer is? So this is weird because is that just Billy mass or <laughs> no, I, I think Billy when he's in the the lifeguard room is like drinking ammonia or something. You see him oh, is he really? put down a bottle of like a big a big bottle of chemicals, and and behind him there's ammonia bottles. I don't know if he's drinking the ammonia, oh, but oh, I thought he was drinking water. What's I in did... fertilizer? Nitrogen based it's stuff. Much, like, yeah, nitrogen. That's the big. It's yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, but I don't think he's drinking a bottle of nitrogen. That doesn't no, make any no. sense. So. Yeah, it's just it's very because I was thinking like you know when I when I think of fertilizer, not in the context of like its proper use, fertilizer feels I think of its use as like, making very high explosive explosives, bomb. yeah. And I'm like, are these rat are like or are these creatures going to be capable of like detonating at will or some shit like that? And they already turn inside out, detonating to create. At will. But boy, Will's going to have these facehuggers detonating all over, and they're going to be detonating <laughs> on Will. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Will. He's the odd man out again. Yeah, that's his lot in life. <laughs> but I thought that they were going to take it a little easier on him. Like, that he could make, why not pair him? Why not have him and Dustin hang out? Because uh-huh. they're both the odd men out. They both would have an at, you know, like, I don't understand why they don't pair them up with the Chips Ahoy crew. It, it's, it's a problem to or me that Will, as, as a kid mm-hmm. in this show, does not have an identity. Yeah, I don't know who Will is because right. I've never seen Will. He just he's always been missing or troubled. Yeah, and it seems like Will is just a nerd who wants to play D anD D as portrayed in this season. Sure, I don't I don't have any other sense of him other than he's kind of scared. He's like very timid, sort of weak. Like he's just a bundle of nerves, and. 
I, I just want to understand Will. I want to know yeah. who Will is. Yeah. And I hope I get that this season. It's interesting, uh, before we move on, I want to talk about the, the kids' relationships because I think it's interesting to see, like, Lucas passing on the advice that his father gave him last season, which essentially, hey, the you know, your woman's never wrong. Uh-huh. Always apologize. Always buy her something nice to keep her on a good side. And, like, now Lucas is trying to tutor that to, to Mike, except for Mike's at $3.50 to buy something nice for his girl. Uh, but then on the other side, you've got, like, you know, Max giving her – L garbage advice. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, instead of asking and talking this thing through, he's treating you like garbage. So you're going to give him a taste of his own medicine and you're yeah. going to dump his ass. And, and then you find out that Lucas and her have been in this dump cycle five different times. It's just uh-huh. like, is this the type of show that's going to show these kids figuring out like the sane way to do a relationship? Or is this show just kind of, kind of like, look at how fucked up, like generationally fucked up the relationship between men and women are. And I, I don't know if it's going to have any commentary other than to say that this is a plausible relationship between children. Because I, I do true. feel like that's a thing that kids do. Because right? it's, it's, it's all throughout the fucking – like if you just grow up and watch television, the way they train you to uh, behave in relationships yeah. is this way, mm-hmm. which is nuts. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's, I, I was yeah. thinking it's, like it's not gotten a lot better. I feel like people are kind of starting to wake up about like, but that stuff, but no, it's mm-hmm. – Anyway, I, I thought that was uh, uh, pretty cute or pretty cool, too. Yep. Uh, all right. Now I'm ready to go on to episode three. All right. Let's do it. We uh, have an outro. Yeah. we You can send us feedback if you've got some things that you want to talk about. The Stranger Things at BaldMove.com. We're going to save all that stuff for next week when we do the wrap-up podcast for the entire season. Uh, we've got one more episode they're going to release today for the third episode. You can also go to our forums, forums.baldmove.com. I've created three threads for episodes one through three, three through six, and then seven through eight. If you get a little ahead of us, feel free to put your uh, commentary there, and we'll be pulling from that too as well for our feedback and wrap-up podcast. Uh, Thanks for spending your July 4th with us. We'll be back for the third episode. Until then, I'm Aaron. I'm Jim. See ya. 